Chapter 20, Prague, Czech Republic. Thursday, 2.32 a.m. Central European Time. The air inside the Ford Transit was thick with tension. The two vans headed south along a four-lane road. Stephen drove the first van with Naomi riding shotgun. Tanner sat on a bench behind them, separated by a security cage. Heavily modified by a friend of Tanner's who ran an auto shop in France, the aftermarket modded vans featured more powerful engines, reinforced frames, bulletproof glass, run-flat tires, and Kevlar line walls, floor and engine compartments. While not exactly tanks, they could withstand gunfire better than most vehicles. Each van's cargo bay was stocked with the tools of the team's trade. The bench Tanner occupied was an arms locker, stocked with enough weapons and ammo to start a small war. A pair of lockers on the opposite side contained an assortment of explosives and a pair of consumer-sized drones for recon work. A roof hatch allowed the team to either engage a target in any direction or release and retrieve the drones. We're at about a half tank, Stephen reported. Better refuel now while we have the chance. Gas station coming up. Do it, Tanner said. Then he spoke into the microphone of his radio headset. Prime to two, gas station coming up, pit stop time. Gas station, copy that. The first van, mostly white, thanks to the magnetized panels, pulled into the gas station and come to a stop next to a pump. The station wouldn't have been out of place in the U.S., several pumps under an awning with a convenience store set back on the lot. The trio got out, Tanner leaving his headset inside the van and wearing a watch cap down low over his forehead. Dante handled the pump while Naomi and Tanner headed for the store. As they reached the doors, the second van, the top half red, parked at another pump. Rankin Elriza picked up another box and put it on the shelf. He looked down at the two boxes left and thought about leaving them there, but his uncle would give him grief if he did so. He was supposed to be a warrior of Allah, not a gas station attendant. He wanted to fight the infidels trying to destroy the caliphate and Islam. But his uncle had come down hard on the young man when he brought up the Islamic State. All wars are started by old men knowing that young ones can die in their place. His uncle had screamed at him. How can you believe anyone who would send women and children to kill other women and children while they are safely hidden away in some cave? They are nothing more than cowards. No better than al-Assad and his cronies. His uncle had left Syria years before the war started and had worked hard to make a new life here in the Czech Republic. He kept his family, wife, two daughters, three sons, and Rankin, together through sheer force of will. Rankin had buckled under the pressure and stayed, working at one of his uncle's gas stations. A thin swinging door separated the storage room from the front of the store, and the bathrooms were next to the door. He reached down to pick up the next box when he heard a male customer say, Have you contacted Casey? Rankin stopped. They were speaking English, while his own English skills were far from fluent. He could understand the gist of it. Forgetting about the boxes, he crept toward the door. Not yet, a second man's voice replied. Not until we're in Germany. Besides, he won't be up for another twenty minutes. Rankin felt himself tremble, while his uncle had forbidden him to leave the country. Rankin had found another outlet to alleviate the tedium of his working-class life, a local ISIS cell.